Hello, and welcome to the Soul Expression Sessions. I am your host, Allison McLeod, and I'm so excited and honored that you are going to be joining us here for interviews from amazing people from around the world, how they recovered from adversity and are now thriving and living in their true soul expression. Thank you for joining us, and your next Soul Expression Session awaits. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Soul Expression Sessions. I am so excited to bring a wonderful lady here today, Jennifer Carnes, all the way from Northern Ireland. And Jennifer lives there with her husband, two boys, and a dog. She's a neurodiverse award-winning entrepreneur, international best-selling author, speaker, and huge change maker. She is the founder of the Lady Rebel Club, where her mission is to help women entrepreneurs who are neurodiverse or have hidden disabilities or disorders, create a business that fits their life, their needs, their definition of success. I am so excited to bring to you today, Jennifer, to talk about all the fun things she's got going on in her world. Hello, Jennifer. Hello, Alison. Thanks very much for having me. I'm really pleased to be here. Well, it is so exciting because we started on this journey last September, I guess, when we launched our first Becoming an Unstoppable Woman book collaboration together. And it was so fun. And we're on our third book. Yes, uh, the Mompreneur one. Yeah, it's coming out soon. So I know, and it's hard to believe it's, it was September that the first one came out, you know, and one way it seems like it was years ago. And in another way, it seems like it was yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) It's true with all the excitement and momentum. Yeah, it was definitely. (laughs) And you have an amazing business I think because I mean I was always one you know with some ADHD and some challenging learning issues mm-hmm. and when you said yeah you know we talk about being neurodiverse it was the first time I've really heard of that so could you talk to that a little bit yes sure so I'm neurodivergent and have hidden disabilities as you've sort of introduced and I found many years in, I've had a few different businesses and even when back my husband and I had the consultancy several years ago, there was always a pressure to kind of hide really kind of who I was. Now, some of that was, you know, self-inflicted. What are people, you know, what are people going to say? What are they going to think if they know? What are my clients going to think? You know, what's the, you know, the whole world, of course, what are they going to think if they find this out in my family? And I think that there's all of this pressure, especially in the online space um and that's really when i found it most when we had we were kind of moving away from doing the one-on-one consultancy work and coming more online and there was just terrible pressure to really hide who you are not just within the workings of your business it was like right well it doesn't matter if these systems and these cookie cutter processes don't suit you make them fit um and i saw lots of that kind of attitude and um But also I think from the point of view of when you're doing your marketing, you know, and you're working on your brand and you're doing all of these things that yes, we want our brand and our business, of course, to connect, you know, with our audience and our people, but it also has to fit us. You know, we have to live it, wear it, breathe it, especially for the face of the business, which um, is very different than maybe if we have, you know, a product that has a different brand that's, that's kind of out there. 
um, I just saw this huge pressure on all of these different women in different groups talking about, yes, well, this doesn't suit me and, you know, and um, this doesn't work, but they're telling me I have to do it this way. And, you know, kind of complaining and not, not like in a poor me sense, you know, but really having a lot of struggles with their hidden, especially hidden disabilities, because again, a lot of people don't see what's going on, you know, underneath the hood, as they say, right? Um, and I know myself, I found that a lot. You know, I was really struggling, for instance, with doing live video and I was determined to do it. And it took me over a year before I came comfortable at all with it. Um, but that was a lot of hard work. And I had so many people say to me, sure you're cute you've got a good voice you've got a you know a bit of a personality what's the problem you should be fine stop worrying about it and they just didn't really understand you know the deeper layers of those anxiety disorders that i had where it wasn't just oh i'm you know a little nervous about doing this it was a visceral fear that was you know physically gripping um and would wreak havoc on my emotions like i would when i first started I remember doing like a 10 second live and i would be completely sick the next day because i had such an impact on my emotions you know on, on my physical body and these are the things that people actually don't see and we don't talk about you know women are like oh we have to be strong right because we have to do this and we have to do that we have to work twice as hard still a lot of the times you know we have to prove ourselves even more we can't show an inch you know of like there's anything kind of going on that might give somebody an inclination of oh they don't have it completely together and all of that stress and pressure what's it do it just it has such an impact on us you know as human beings but also on our business and on our brands and it really kind of stops us because if we can't be comfortable being ourselves and don't get me wrong i'm not saying you have to wave a flag going yes you know i have adhd or i'm autistic or dyslexic or i have tourette's or i have a hidden disability or disorder whatever it might be but we have to be able to be comfortable inside our business enough to create systems, processes, and a working environment that suits us and our own individual life and needs. And we also need to be able to create that exterior business, that marketing, the sales plans, all of this. And again, in a way that suits us so that we're comfortable being ourselves. Um, and yeah, and that's it really, you know, I think it's creating that environment and shifting a lot of those paradigms external but we have a lot of internal paradigms that we have to shift as well in order to do that. I agree with that a lot because the more I learn about things and the more I've been told, you know, I'm a super feeler, my son's a super feeler. And I'm like, great, what does that mean? And it's, you know, it's just, you're right. So when you are upset about something or I want to try something, I haven't done a Facebook Live yet. I do everything mm. through Zoom because I'm chicken. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I know I have to work up to it. But you're right, it has a physical manifestation that people don't understand. Definitely. And that's really hard. Yeah. And I think that, you know, you do, I am starting to see changes because you, you're seeing a lot of talk, especially in the UK, there does seem to be a lot of talk around, you know, neurodiversity and this concept. And I think we're, you know, in, in the UK and Ireland, we're, you know, maybe a bit more leading in, in that conversation and the, the, having that open conversation and how, especially you, you're, you see a lot of it like in corporate environments and how they can better, you know, enhance corporate environments to suit all different kinds of individuals that work in them and not just, you know, the again, the cookie cutter approach. We're not seeing a lot of it in the entrepreneurial world, just kind of starting. Uh, and the same, I think, like with disabilities. And for me, I thought it was really important for Lady Rebel Club 
to, as a movement and as a community to have that crossover because I've seen a few things just like for ADHD and you know dyslexia a lot of stuff around that some stuff around you know being autistic um, or being neurodivergent individually or chronic illnesses or this or that and I was like why why do we not have a place where all of this comes together because there's so many of us who are neurodivergent who have autoimmune disorders who have gastric issues who have you know issues with anxiety or additional anxiety disorders um and you know all, fibromyalgia is another one that's really um really prevalent with uh you know the neurodivergent community so it's it's huge and it's being able to have those conversations and create that community of people who understand you know but who also can help can help lift you up you know when you need it give you a kick when you need it you know be an example when you need it all of those kinds of things um you know there's kind of a, a bit of an acronym like i use with lady rebel club so it's kind of ace right and it's a a c e e so it's about bringing awareness um bringing awareness to ourselves you know and to others about hey we're here <laughs> we're not any less we don't have to hide we can be whoever the hell we need to be you know all that good stuff um and advocating so advocating for ourselves and for others in the community who maybe aren't strong enough yet to have that voice for themselves and advocating on those social business and institutional levels so so important shifting those paradigms again externally and internally as well and connecting so connecting um you know each other so connecting with other individuals like ourselves um creating those those you know genuine business relationships partnerships you know encouraging collaboration um but also connecting us with the outside world right you know connecting us with other um networking groups business opportunities um you know media all of this kind of stuff and then of course empowering so empowering the community via so it might be like nano trainings or micro trainings that we do for free uh getting other guest speakers talks all these kind of stuff that we have planned um so it's going to be kind of a really robust community and then elevating and the elevating part really comes into play via the platform so we have the alpha phase right now which will really just kind of be a listening uh eventually we're hope we hope for that to develop into an app um but also elevating voices right elevating the voices and the profiles of women like us um and other marginalized genders as well i would say um not just women and lifting us up so that you know whether it's through our roar magazine that we have that's coming out in april we have a podcast that just started uh called rebel hour on friday nights at 10 o'clock we have um also a youtube channel called unstoppable af that's coming in april as well so we have all kinds of these great things going on plus our book which is called rebel with a cause which is coming out in september so yes if you are looking to be an author you you know identify with anything that i'm talking about you're passionate, purposeful and driven to really create some kind of change, innovate, inspire, empower, definitely, you know, reach out to me because we're looking for people like you. Um so yeah, so that's kind of Lady Rebel Club in a nutshell. Um and I, I love I that. It up. Because, <laughs> you know, like you've really really brought to the forefront that all this can come together. Like I mean, I never mm -hmm. looked at my ADD the same way I look at my fibromyalgia. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and I know that the pain that I've had, even with my hip replacements, have really impacted who I am and how I do things. Because pain mm -hmm. seems to be able to take over more than anything. So, 
with all these things, it's nice that they come together and that you've had a, I'm sure you and your husband, when you did your consultancy, had an impact on that within the UK and Ireland to be able to say, hey, corporate, like you have to take a look at this because it's not like I can't do something, I just do it differently or I think of it differently. And it's not that it can't get done, right? Mm. And I really think that there's more people certainly out in the world that need to understand that. And we need to advocate for all of us. Well, that's it, definitely, you know, and, and you're spot on when you say about how you don't realize how everything connects, but you have to, you know, as human beings, there's there's nothing, there's not one part of us that doesn't affect, you know, everything else, right? So if you think about it, it makes perfect sense that, you know, like you were saying about your ADHD, you know, if you're having, because um, you can get a lot of anxiety and pushback, you know, and all kinds of, you know, different things with ADHD as well. and. If maybe you've been pushing yourself, because um, I know, again, I get this, if I push myself, whether it's to complete a project that I'm working on, or I push myself to go to an event, because for me, there's a lot of social anxiety and stuff like that, um, a networking event or something like that that I'm not overly comfortable with, but I push through it and, you know, we have our masks on and we do all of this. People don't see that at the end of the day, you know, the, the repercussions of that. And yes, it's not just that night, but, you know, your pain goes up, your fatigue goes up. You know your aches and pains like every everything that's going on with you um you know whether it's like i said it's it's a condition or a disorder whatever it is is impacted by you know you going out and and pushing your your neurodiversity maybe in ways that yeah is making you a little uncomfortable so we all have to do these things you know we all have to kind of get on with things and you know if we want to run a business we can't live you know in this little box and go oh i'm never going to do these things that it make me feel uncomfortable right <laughs> we kind of all go through that but it's being aware that hey yes we're we might be strong or purposeful we're powerful but at the same time it is also okay to go this is a shit day right we're having an absolute crap day i'm gonna sit in my bathrobe i'm gonna drink my tea i'm gonna have my bit of chocolate and i'm not doing anything else today right? and, that, and we need to have that you know and it's it's being aware that it's okay to give ourselves that space you know as well that there's nothing wrong with us we're not broken yeah we might have lots of different things to juggle but that doesn't mean that we can't do it as long as we do it in our own way and again put those systems internally in our business to suit us better um and that's really you know i guess it in a nutshell you know i run the rebel rebel leader institute as well which does a lot more of like the training and the workshops um and things like that again for this for sort of the same people you know helping them to really understand when we're rolling out and we're creating especially that brand element um and our business that again it's creating those processes internally that help us but also working to create that brand that, you know, it builds up our confidence, you know, it helps us make that impact, but we're not having to pretend that we're perfect. We're not having to, you know, to be fake and be somebody that we're not. We can really be ourselves and creating that, you know, that marketing strategy and brand strategy that aligns as well. And that's, yeah, that's kind of me, I guess, in a nutshell, sort of say. And I love it because I remember once you said, you know, you're all your brand, especially for us who are front facing in our businesses, but we have to be able to shut that off. Mm -hmm. Right. And then have time with family and dogs and kids and, and run around with your partner and have fun. Like you have to be yeah. able to know where that line is. You definitely do, you know, and the idea of brand really came out of marketing strategies and it was all about creating 
if you can imagine i like to i love to use food analogies as you probably know by now right so imagine you have a donut you know and the business is on the outside and you're you know in the hole in the center so you and your business are in the hole in the center and your people are on the outside your customers and the audience the actual donut is your brand so that's every interaction that anybody has with you in any place that's a brand interaction so the whole idea of marketing was really to to give products and businesses you know kind of a better personality you know better a better feeling about it so that people would want to better engage um and it stemmed from you know the the advertising world it's not you know you see a lot of things especially i think from a lot of maybe social media people um and marketing people about you know you are the brand be the brand and i just want to go no <laughs> Don't be the brand, you're not a brand. And that weight is really, really heavy. You know, if you can imagine having to be that perfect structured entity for anyone, you know, is is really you know difficult and impossible. But for people like us, you know, is, you know, forget about it, right? It's never going to happen and that pressure to to fit into that perfect box that you've created this is the brand that I've you know here it is and this is why we struggle with pricing again especially women this is why we struggle with pricing this is why we can't make decisions about things because we feel it's all about us you know how do you price yourself this is what i'm worth you know when you're selling services or something like that it's still a product you know you're creating a bundled service product it's not you're not actually selling yourself as a commodity and making that mind shift is huge so for me um you know in one of the campaigns things that we're really going to be working on as well this year is really trying to steer away from that terminology personal brand because i think it's been hijacked you know a lot and really misused um and instead steering towards a self-empowered brand so a self-empowered brand you know still let you be the face of it still let you have that control but again there's yes there's that division we know where that line is um and we can just instill in it the aspects of our personality or values or vision that we want to but it's not us you know it doesn't have to have every piece of us in it and that's okay as well well that does make sense because you know there comes a time when if your business gets large as we want to grow well mm-hmm. what if you want to sell your business well mm-hmm. if it is your entire identity you're not going to want to let go of it. I mean, you're giving up yourself, right? So there's a paradigm mm-hmm. that certainly has to be looked at because that's a really hard place to be in. Yeah, definitely. You know, and there's a there's again there's a difference between building like the internal aspect of your brand and business and making it, you know, aligned like I said with your vision, with you know, the mission that maybe you have as an individual and the thing and the impact that you want to have in the world. Of course, those can be, you know, tightly aligned and you can again instill values into your business that are aligned with you if you want 100%. But it's this exterior aspect of the brand that we, you know, that we portray through our strategies and our communications and our marketing that again I think, you know, a lot of sort of social media people and stuff just don't really understand um and that's what they're saying this is this is you this is how you have to be and again this is where you get all this you know this impact on again having to show up fake having to you know be this perfect you know oh my hair's not right what filter am i going to use and there's nothing wrong with doing fun you know photographs and obviously using filters and all this kind of stuff but we shouldn't feel like we have to we shouldn't have to feel like right you know um 
what if not not it's not even just you know the hair out of place but again for 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 people like us it's even worse because we have you know that deep-seated well what are they going to see my neurodiversity through the screen are they going to see you know through my writing through my posts like i remember when i first started to come online um and do a lot of marketing it took me six months i mean this is ridiculous right <laughs> six months to do a facebook cover because it was i have gad as well which is kind of like right yes it kept over you know going what people are going to see this you know and just think i'm the worst person in the world but at the same time i could just there was all this pressure this has to you know this has to sum up you as a person and i was going why (laughs) why does this have to sum up me you know and putting those impossible measures on ourselves is never going to happen you know um and this is again why so many of us get so stuck and then we're miserable and then we go oh it's you know what am i doing wrong i'm not living up to this perfect persona that everybody thinks i need to be um, we struggle, you know, and that affects our health more. And if, you know, it affects our neurodiversity more. Maybe we have our anxiety flare. We have all of these, you know, and it's that vicious cycle then that we get stuck in and it, it just keeps going and keeps going. So we, a lot of times think then what's the answer? Work more hours, right? Work harder, work more hours. And although we do need to work hard and sometimes we do have to put in long days or long weeks or whatever, but again, for, for people like us, we can't do that back to back to back to back, you know? It has such a detrimental effect on our health, uh, physically and our mental health as well, that it's just not really worth it. And it doesn't help the business either in the end, you know? No, that's true, because then there's no consistency. Yeah. Even at a small level. Because I know for myself, you're right. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm not perfect. I can't do this. What if the technology doesn't work? What if I screw this up? And it's like, if it's so easy for everybody else, why isn't it easy yes. for me? <laughs> so, well, that's it. Exactly. Right. You know, and it's hard to measure up, you know, again, I think you, cause we're coming into an uneven playing field anyway. Right. Which is fine. You know, everyone has their thing kind of going on with them, but for us, you know, it's showing up in general for a lot of us, like I said, can be really scary. Um, and there's a lot of things that we're having to kind of deal with and carry um and until we kind of say to ourselves yeah it's this this is okay i'm okay the way i am in an ideal world um you know because as you know i've obviously i'm neuro i have um i'm neurodivergent but also i have you know fibromyalgia i have autoimmune disorders i have gad chronic uh ptsd i have um blood cancer, perineal plastic syndrome, which causes seizures and loss of feeling and all different kinds of mad stuff. Do I wish some of that stuff I didn't have? Of course I do. But at the same time, I am who I am, you know, and even all of the stuff that we wish that we could change, you know, I don't think there's anybody on this planet who would say, yes, I'm glad I have cancer, but it's impact and it's, you know, it's had an impact on me, you know, Um, and I am who I am, right? Flaws, you know, the good things, the bad things, you know, whatever it is, that that kind of concoction is me. So I just need to be myself and, and love myself, you know, with all kind of, you know, the blemishes and imperfections and, you know, the things that I wish that weren't going on with me even. Um, and, and just get on with it, you know, but say, yeah, this is just me and this is how I roll and see if people don't like it. They can scroll by. Guess what? They can scroll. <laughs> not everybody should like your stuff anyway, right? Because that's not, we, we only want to attract the people who are going to be attracted to us, um, you know, our genuine sort of audiences. 
So it's fine, let people scroll. And I think we just have that fear of, yeah, stop. Because we hear that, don't we, all the time, Alison? Stop the scroll, do this, yes. So we're like, what if they don't stop? (laughs) What's gonna happen? The right people will stop, absolutely. Exactly, yes. And And the world, the world will not crumble. For sure. But I mean, I love your energy. I love your positivity. And just even getting to know you since September, I mean, it's that, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, I better get out of bed and do something. And then sometimes it's like, no, I remember Jen saying, if I feel like crap, I can just sit here and be okay sitting here. Yes. (laughs) Well, that's it, you know, and we do. And again, if you think of it this way, you know, if, if we're real and honest with ourselves and go right, okay figure out how we work best you know put in those systems like save what for instance with myself like i have kind of plan b content i actually have kind of plan c and d as well <laughs> but i have right because i could go right what happens if you know i get covid you know let's just be being real um I, there's a very high chance you know i end up in hospital and very very sick from it because i have no immune system right now at all because i've just come out of treatment not long ago again so i have to be very very careful so that's very real you know i have to be re- very like i'm not allowed to go indoors until at least until the end of summer um anywhere the doctor wants me to kind of stay inside so I have to go right, I have to network online. I can't just the lines of plan that way, you know, but I'm always pre- prepared going right. I need to have a bit of content, you know, kind of stashed away here in case something does happen. You know, my husband can maybe post something on Facebook, one or two bits on Facebook for me. Is it going to be the usual stuff? No, but he can put something up, you know, in the group or, you know, or whatnot. So kind of having those in place and again, working in a way that suits us. So for instance, I was doing, I, I worked out after figuring out working on it for several, several months um, that I, even though I can work as a marathon runner, right? Um, and do long days, it'll catch up with me, right? Um, but I'm also a sprinter and I love a challenge. You know, I love a challenge. I love the closer it gets to deadline, the better my work is, but it doesn't matter what it is, right? So why fight it? Um, so I don't pencil something into my schedule, you know, three weeks in advance, I'm going to do this because there's no way in hell I'm going to work on it. And all I'm going to do is waste that time. So it's like, right, yeah, I know to pencil something in closer to a deadline, you know, obviously leaving myself enough time um, because I know that's how I work best. I know I work great in the mornings, you know, afternoons there for a while, work very good, night out. So. I would, you know, schedule usually most of my calls and everything's in the morning. A lot of my creative work, content, social posts, all of that could be done in the evening, right? Networking on socials and all that kind of stuff easily on your phone. But if we if we fight it and go, no, I'm gonna work this cookie cutter way that everybody else does, everyone else does it this way, that's the way I'm gonna do it, then we never give ourselves the opportunity to really figure out and get the best out of ourselves, you know, in our business when we're working. And I think that that's, you know, and that's really, to see the amount of confidence that gives you when you know how you work and how to get the best out of yourself. It's just like if you're, you know, a runner and you're, you know, really, you know, fine tuning that run and you know how your body works, you know, the kind of foods to eat, all of these things, you know, it really boosts your confidence. You know, right, this is, you know, I'm going to do a, you know, a great job now. Um, So, yeah, so I think it's a disservice to ourselves not to do that, you know, in a way too. 
true and i love that like you know when your red zone is during the day and i call it that for women because sometimes they go well i can't because i have to work nine to five and i have to get this done and i have to do that because then i have to get to pick up the kids and i have to do this and i have to do that yeah and i'm like you're designing that Mm-hmm. So if yes. you're the one running around like a yes. crazy chicken with your head cut off, it's because you've yes. designed it that way. Exactly. That and that's so true. And and it's and we slip into those, you know. And it's so easy. Again, I think especially as women, because we're used to, we're almost programmed, you know, from birth to like juggle fifty million plates, aren't we? You know, there's always so many things going on, and it's just expected. It's just expected that we can, you know, deal with the house and the kids and the work and the dogs and the cats and you know and whatever else, right? You know, and myself even with doing with the podcast is just launching and the forms coming in for people who are interested in doing interviews, plus with doing the author calls. I found the past like week or two bombarded. Like last Monday, I had eight calls and had to work eleven hours, like straight on phones. And I was see, come Wednesday morning, I was just wrecked. Like I was done for last week. So the last two days, of course, I did stuff, but it wasn't nearly as productive as what I would normally be. So I said, right, this is yeah, not happening. Getting out of control. I need to to systemize it, systematize it. So I went in, you know, got the calendar set up and did all that. So though now I've penciled in. This is when people can go in and schedule a call for the podcast. Here's when they can go in and do this. See if those times don't work for them. Well, you know. There might be the odd time I can make an exception, but this is this is my container. This is you know you have to put your containers in place. This is my yes. container. If your container and my container don't mesh, no harm to either one of us. But that's you know that's that's how it goes sometimes. So we have to be prepared to put those containers in place and protect them, and not always be the one who bends. Because I know again for a lot of us, I think especially if we're neurodivergent, you know we're like oh, okay. Yes, I'll, I'll bend because we don't. Sometimes we don't. We feel uncomfortable and we don't really know how to respond, you know. And I know for me, yeah, a lot of times it's just like, yeah, that's my yeah. <laughs> what the hell do I say here? I'll just say yes and shake my head and smile because that's the mask, you know, that we wear. Um, but yeah, so it, it's an interesting. It's definitely interesting, and you know, I'm glad to see a lot of the conversation slowly starting to change and open up but we have to lead the way you know we we have to just lead the way and just say look we're not going to hide anymore this is who we are and that's it really well and that's great that you're that role model showing people look i if i can do this you can do this and i mean you can do it being you and you don't have to work into anyone else's cookie cutter idea of what your business needs to be Yes, and trust me, if I can do it, because <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm not like you know this like special. I used to think I was an alien, though. I have to say, yes, I think a lot of us in the neurodivergent we have that kind of thing as well, and that's probably why I always thought Spock, like you know, Star Trek, everyone was like, oh, Captain Kirk, and I always like, oh, Spock, oh, Spock's hot. <laughs> but, <laughs> it was a strange child, anyway. Um, <laughs> that's it. That's a whole other conversation, but yes, it is. Um, you definitely can do it. You know, it's we, just be real with yourself, be honest with yourself, love yourself, with all the you know kind of different things going on, and let yourself be yourself in your business. Build your business around you to suit you, because that's I mean, let's let's be it. That's a lot of the reason why a lot of us go into you know entrepreneurship. 
is yeah we might have a great idea and we see or we see a change or something you know that we need to make but also again for a lot of people like us it's because yeah when we see corporate office whatever it might be yeah it doesn't really suit us maybe it's the environment maybe it's the ethos you know whether it affects our health um maybe it's because of you know the neurodiversity aspect but yeah we don't fit in a lot of those containers so why build the same container build the container that suits you and that's really what you need to do exactly and that's why we got into business for ourselves to begin with because there was something out there we didn't like yeah exactly i know so why replicate it Exactly. If the system didn't work for you there, it's not going to work for you here. <laughs> yes, very, very true. 100%. <laughs> so this has been awesome. But I guess the one word that comes to me that I'd like you to address, and I think you touched on it, but it was not just the paradigms, but beliefs, right? Mm. In your belief system. What would you say to that? Well, I think that's a tricky word, you know, because that word have different meaning um i think that it's really i suppose when we talk about beliefs it's i know we hear a lot of this this talk about you know limiting beliefs and you know manifest this and you know all of this stuff and i do yes and you know i believe in energy i believe that you know manifesting and you know self limiting beliefs and all that are there um however <laughs> they're not the answer to everything you know um saying i'm going to manifest 100k this week and then it doesn't happen you know you how you see all these social posts those don't do anybody any good you know i think when we talk about self belief we talk about beliefs we have to look at self belief and self belief again is that ability to be honest with yourself and say yeah i'm i'm you know here's all the things i'm great at here's all the things i'm not great at right so these are things i need either to get support in or help with or whatever but believing in yourself and the capabilities that you do have believing in your strengths accepting your weaknesses um you know believing in yourself as a whole you know as a whole person and not being so judgmental of yourself and i know that can be really hard you know for a lot of us i still you know sometimes get sucked back into that we all do and it's like nope nope right you know you crawl don't you kind <laughs> of crawl back out and go no i'm not going to go back to that um but it's all those the beliefs that others have about you you know and there everybody gets labeled you know again i think if we're going to be real and have a real conversation about it it's just kind of bred into us um or it's you know where it's environmental whether it's nurture you know there's obviously so many different dynamics that go on um but we all have thoughts when we see somebody instantly we can't really help it you know it's just subconscious and they come and they're there and it's realizing that we're not necessarily going to instantly change someone's beliefs you know changing someone's belief system or their beliefs that they might have about you whether that's you as a collective group of people ergo maybe you know neurodiverse people or you know people who have disabilities or women um i mean that's hard and i think a lot of times the way that we approach those conversations is ass backwards because we come and we go knock 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 hi i have a disability can we have a conversation can i have a seat at the table and they go no right because they have this belief system same thing if we're a woman same thing happens a lot right 
So rather than kind of approaching the conversation from that perspective, I always encourage people to approach the conversation, you know, based on your unique ideas and talents and skills um, uh, and, you know, thinking, right? So that, and, and experiences. So when you're knocking the door, you're going, hey, so imagine, you know, you want to collaborate with somebody or partner with somebody. Hey, look, you know, I am really great at doing Facebook lives. I have a lot of passion, a lot of energy. People really connect with me. I'm also great at ideation, fantastic problem solver, you know, da, 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 whatever it might be. And someone is going to go, hey, that's awesome. Yeah, let's connect. They're not going to care if you are, you know, have a neurodiversity or a disability or who you are, right? Um, and I think that's, that's how we need to start to approach the conversation. So start to, you know, talk about ourselves and look at ourselves, not necessarily about always putting ourselves into these boxes either. And I know we do have to use words obviously to describe things. So like, just like when I say, and I struggle with it for women, you know, entrepreneurs who are neurodiverse, who have a disability, you know, I'm placing myself and, you know, others like me in that container. I don't always like placing ourselves in that container, but we have to obviously be able to describe, you know, what we're doing in our business and, you know, and who our people are and that not. So, you know, words do have a use, of course, but it's it's being aware that if we want to try and change beliefs that other people have, first, we have to change the beliefs that we have and be confident in the beliefs that we have about ourselves. And second, we have to change the conversation. Um, approaching the conversation from the same old way is not gonna change anything. I do believe that. I totally agree. And I, I love what you said about just not coming in with, oh, this is my di disability or diversity, but this is who I am and what I know and what I can do. And I believe you need it. And this is why. Yeah. I love that. Definitely. You know, and we're at a strange time right now where, you know, there is a bit of social pressure, you know, on organizations to kind of be more aware of diversity and inclusion and things like this. So on one hand, you know, we kind of, like I said, we need to talk about it and need to say, yes, you know, let's have, you know, let's have this inclusion because we're not as a society, as a whole, we're not all looking at, you know, us humans as a whole. You know, we're going right. We're being very selective. We're not, we don't want a vast array of different experiences. I mean, even if we just simply went out and said, we want all different kinds of ex people, you know, have all different kinds of experience, you know, life experience and all these kinds of things to sit at the table, the table would automatically be very inclusive and diverse because of that one factor. But that's not really where we are as a society yet. You know, um, we still are very, we like, you know, we like our little huddles. We like, you know, being with the people like us. So we, so we think, right. Um, and it's hard, you know, it's kind of hard to break down those barriers. It's a work in progress. I think it'll be a work in progress for a long time to come. So definitely, yes, we need to use the language sometimes when we need to need to use the language, but by no means should we see that as, you know, a way to hinder ourselves or to use that, you know, like I said, as, as the way to kind of knock, knock the door to start the conversation with somebody. Well, that is so true. And thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today. I think this is so awesome to get the word out for the Lady Rebel Club and, and everything that you're doing with your magazine and your book. I think that's absolutely wonderful. And congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yes, yes finger crossed, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully it goes okay. Early days, you know. So, But thanks very much for having me as well. It's always lovely. It's always lovely to talk with you. And you're like this 
you're like, you know, we're like the yin and yang because I'm like, ah, this, you know, this like energetic ball. And you're just like, you're so, always so lovely and calm. And, you know, I'm just like, yeah, I'm so chilled out now after talking to you. <laughs> Well, there you go. I'm a little more pumped up. You're a little more chill. We're good. There we go. It worked well. <laughs> Absolutely. And thank you everyone for listening to another edition of this podcast. And may you discover pure love inside the sanctuary of your precious heart. Thank you.